I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Oh, okay. We got a name. We got a name. Dadtastic. Who came up with that? I think I did. Hmm. You don't like it? I don't hate it, don't love it. So you're indifferent. Sure. Josh? Uh, next segment. You know how hard it is to name a podcast? No, it is. It is. Because I came up with a number of names, but they're all taken. Don't tell your mom. Yeah. Father Figures was Tanya's. Yeah. Taken. And they're all taken. There are so many podcasts out there to, to be able to get a name, cut through, and make it stick is a lot harder than we make it look. The Dad Bod Pod. The Dad Bod Pod. Although that's kind of hard to say, but yeah. cool if you can pull it off. Because I drive a mom's car but got a dad's bod. That makes two of us. Oh, what, do you, what kind of car do you got? 2017 Rogue. Ooh. Nissan Rogue. Wait, you got a new car? Got a new whip, people. Can you call a Rogue a whip? Hey, you know my, my old car was famous. It was a Subaru? Yeah. Why was it famous? It has an ESPN article written on it. How? What are you talking about? Why? Uh, it got stolen. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. Have you not seen the article? No. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. I'm going to Google right now. Don't Google me. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to Google you. <laughs> That's not a good idea. No, no, no. no you. Yeah. Um, Tom Hacking. Hackett. Sorry, Hackett. Double T. Yep, E-double T. Uh, stolen car. It'll be the first article that pops up. Okay. Did you leave your keys in it? No. They in jimmied fact, it? Yeah, they jimmied it. When Utah punter Tom Hackett discovered his Subaru Outback, Basil, has a name as well, was stolen, he sent out a worldwide A... AP? A bulletin? APB. Yeah. All know. points bulletin. Yeah. Don't know what that is. This is the true story of Basil's abduction and the quest to reunite it with its owner, including a terrible misunderstanding along the way. Someone kidnapped Basil or someone thought Basil was someone else? No, they kidnapped him. And you got it back? Yeah, 24 hours later. Did Dirty Mike and the boys have a party in there? Uh, well, there was some, yeah, there was some cigarettes and uh, I didn't smell alcohol, but it's got like, you know, like cartoon. Wow. Yeah. So everything you touch turns to gold. That's not true, but uh, it was a 1999 Subaru valued at about $800, and because of this ESPN article, I sold it for about two point five. You mean 2500 Yeah. Huh. Where's Basil now? Uh, Basil's with its new owner. We should, get a hold, we should get a hold of Mike and find out how Basil's doing. Yeah, we should. In fact, I, I know exactly where Mike's at. Next episode, an update on Basil. All right, so let's do it. So let's get back to the name Dadtastic. You don't love it. You don't hate it. You're indifferent. Yeah. But it's the name we're stuck with because legal approved it, and uh, it's going to go up on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Correct. Now, the format of the show is I bring some stuff to the table. You bring some stuff to the table. We're sitting at the table. What do you have? Well, I think we need to start with our golfing adventure from last Saturday. That was pretty fun. It was the Murray uh, Parkway Golf Course uh, member guest. Yes, it was. And I actually, I forgot something. What'd you forget? Well, I forgot your range finder. Oh, my gosh. The Bushnell Pro XE? 
So that's all yours. And you can buy this much like uh, Tom's car on KSL uh, Classifieds coming up in about an hour. No, you do not <laughs> sell that. I'm not. I'm going to use it. I'm super excited. I've got golf later on today. I'm going to use this. No, we can tell. But by What's the, way, the retail dress? on it? The retail is over $500. Oh, that's getting sold. No, it's not because now I'm doing this lucrative podcast with you. It might It might be about 400 now. 500 last year, but it was last year's model. But still very good. Do you want to unbox it? Make sure it's in there. You know? I trust you. It's like a carton of eggs. You never buy a carton Ooh. of eggs without looking in the I box to see do. if any that are cracked. Man. You want to make sure this one isn't damaged. Oh, look at that. That is pristine. It's got the new smell. Yeah. Oh. It's good stuff. I love it. Yeah. What so is it? A binocular? No, this will be, tell you how far the pin is away so you know which club to use. So, like, I could look at you right here, Josh. Son. You're about 12 feet away. Wow. There you go. Eyes like a hawk. This is amazing. Worth its weight in gold. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, valuable. I appreciate that. No Have fun today I'm and tomorrow to. and Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun last Sunday we golfing. Saturday. Yeah. Was it Saturday or Sunday? It was Saturday. Yeah. Sunday's the day for rest. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just thought you said Sunday at first. Nah. But either or. We did have a lot of fun. We went out with uh, Joey Roth, our good friend from 103.5 The Arrow. Yep. And uh, his pal, Brad... Yeah, I, I I tried to tag him in the post, but I, there was a lot of Brad, so I just yeah. went, thanks, Brad. Yeah. No, that same thing that happened to me, but um, I, I was even at the turn. Yeah, you were killing it. Lights out. People oh. were talking about you. When we were coming around the turn, everyone was like, have you heard Tom Hacking? He's doing wonderful. Hacking or Hackett? Hackett. Okay. They said, Tom Hackett's doing wonderful. No, no, not Hackett. Hackett. Okay, good. Double T. Yeah, E-double T. And, uh. And then I blew up on the back. Yeah, it wasn't that, but that wasn't, no. That's a story of my golfing adventures. That's the great thing about the game of golf. It is. Every day is a new day. Generally, you blow up on the front nine, you have a decent back nine. But you've already messed up the score. Correct. And so at that point, you kind of don't care as much. But I, for whatever reason, flipped all that and went really well off the front. No warm-up, by the way. You were out there early hitting buckets, balls. Well, I yeah. didn't swing once besides a few putts on the putting range. And, and you did good. I mean, a lot better than I did. What did you end up? 86. Okay, so you weren't that much better than I. Yeah, but you uh, double bog- bogey the last oh, hole. You weren't that much worse, I should say. I went double-double on 17-18. Not good. No. I think this might be too much inside baseball. 81. 81, yeah. Mm. What's inside baseball mean? That means we're getting in the weeds. A lot of people probably aren't into golf like we are, so oh. they probably tuned out already, like oh. our son. He's not even paying attention. Yeah, no, he's on his computer. He's doing Swiping his right. Uh, I've, got, I've got another story I need to get to quickly. Okay. I pulled up to a pizza parlor midweek. Mm-hmm. Um, fa- one of my favorite pizza places in, in Salt Lake, actually. But um, it's curbside pickup, right? And so they don't want you to go inside. Uh, you order online. They don't deliver. So you've got to drive there. Fortunately for me, it's just around the corner. Uh, and then when you get there, you give them a call. Tell I'm them here. your name. I'm here. You can pay over the phone. And, uh, and they'll bring the pizza out. And uh, you don't have to pay over the phone when you're making the order. You can actually pay in person, but from the comfort of your car. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm pulling in, and uh, I've already paid. I'm just waiting for, waiting for my order. Um, and an Audi Quattro, you know, it, it looked pretty new, white, slick, you know, pretty sexy, mm-hmm. pulls in next to me. And it's this older couple, right, male, female, I assume married, uh, but regardless, nonetheless. And, um, and the guy comes out and says, hey, you're yet to pay for your order. Do you mind doing that? And they say, sure. And so they put the card in, do, the, do all the transaction. At the end, 
they go, would you mind leaving? Would you like to leave a tip? Yeah, because these guys are working hard. A lot of people out of work. We're giving back to the community. And they had the audacity and the nerve to say no. And that's where I don't, I don't understand. Why do you think they said no? I don't know. That's, I've been trying to wrap my head around it for days now, and I can't figure it out. Well, I, you know, I can kind of see their point. I would tip just out of guilt because they are doing something. But they really didn't do anything. If you went to pick up the pizza and they didn't deliver it curbside, would you tip? So if I get uh, this is my point. If I get asked, would you like to leave a tip? I don't want to leave a tip. I don't think many people want to leave a tip because it's more money, mm-hmm. right? And unless you've worked in the hospitality industry, you understand how tricky it is. You probably don't want to leave a tip. But there's something inside of me. There's this big bone, maybe my spine, I don't know, that says you have to tip. And I don't have the guts to say no. Well, these guys seem like they had the guts to say no. Do most people have the guts to say no? I don't know. I and, and tipping. This is. I, I I saw my older brother and my dad get in a huge fight, what? like over tipping, because my brother was in the service industry. Okay. He was a waiter, and my dad had bad service, and we were all at dinner. And he goes, "I'm not going to tip." And my brother's like, "How can you not tip?" And he goes, "Because you tip if the service was good. I'm not going to tip because the service was horrible." And to my dad's credit, the ho- the service was horrible. Like, what, what do you mean horrible? Like the food came out cold, it came uh, out wrong, and it, you know, and and that's what a tip is supposed to be because you went above and beyond. I thought tip was service, good or bad. I don't know. But it seems like Utah's gone tipping crazy where it used to be if you're a waiter in Utah, and I'm not exactly sure on this, I'm not known for my facts, but an average waiter in Utah makes around two twelve an hour. $2.12? An hour. And then the rest of it is compensated through tipping. Okay, I, I thought that was the case. I didn't realize it was $2.12. But then you've got some of these restaurants, these kind of like Cafe Rio's or taco stands around here, that there's a tip jar up there. Now, these guys are making a minimum wage. Tip jar's foolish because nobody carries cash anymore. But then there's always, hey, would you like to tip? And if the service is good or they made me smile, we had a good interaction, I will tip. But I can see the guy's point. He goes, hey, wait a minute. You guys made the pizza, which I'm paying for, but I drove down here and you want to tip just from bringing it to the car here and I'm supporting your local business? But if that guy's a waiter and they're employing him, then I would say during these times I would tip. Let, let, let's see how much an Audi Quattro retails at. Uh, probably forty-five, sixty. Let's see. Boy, when you type in Audi Quattro, a 1994 version comes up. Probably the, the best. It's kind of cool. Shopping. Well, you can get a 1993 Audi 4000 for $4,000. I don't think that's... I don't think that's what we're looking for. No. I bet it's anywhere from forty to 60000 That's still a lot of money for a car. Yeah. Like a lot of money for a car. Yeah. So you think just because they have a lot of money, they should have tipped? Yes. Okay. Like, like that's the other thing. If you pulled up in some Toyota Corolla, you know, or Basel, 1999 uh, Subaru Outback, uh-huh. you know, like you're probably not all that, you know, a little strapped for cash. I'm going to throw you for a loop here. My mom... Well, both my parents have been married four times, so often you'll hear me talk about step-parents. My mom was married to a guy that was worth millions and always drove a beat-up truck. He hit it well. I I don't think he was hiding. I don't think he cared. That's not what it was about. Did he tip? I don't know. Probably. 
I would hope so. But I'm just saying, on your theory, just because someone drives a beat up car doesn't mean they can afford they can't afford to tip. No, but I think if I were to stereotype beat up cars, the majority of the drivers. Probably I think I think that's where you're messing up. You're stereotyping. But we all do. Yeah, but we all stereotype. You're judging a book by its Audi cover. Yeah, I am, and it's an Audi Quattro. So yesterday, I had to go on a business meeting with my older brother. He owns a home warranty company. Okay. And I'm doing marketing for a title company. Right. So we joined forces. He said, "Hey." Casey, I'll come by and pick you up. I was like, cool, I'll save some gas. We'll go down to Salt Lake. We'll hit some businesses and, and try to wrangle up some business, right? Yeah. We get in the car. He's listening to a podcast. He knows his brother does multiple podcasts. And I'm thinking, this is cool. He's listening to his brother. Right on, supporting family. Cool. And then I hear the podcast. You know what podcast my older brother is listening to? Hope in Darkness. Nope. Cold. Nope. A podcast about Bigfoot. What? A podcast about Bigfoot and Bigfoot is real. No, Bigfoot's not real. You want to get my brother on the phone? He thinks Bigfoot awesome. is real. Let me let me call him right Josh, now. You, you're in the outdoors enough. He says he swears he swears it's real, and he says he's got his own experience with Bigfoot. So, okay, I'm telling you, I'm going to call him right now. Right, please do. But in the meantime, Josh, you you spend enough time outside. Is Bigfoot real? Yeah, for sure. Oh, you really think so? Goodness. Uh, statistically, I mean, no, on. he's not. We'd have had bones. We'd have captured him. We would. Have, no. You don't think it's real? No, good. I think my brother's insane. In yes, he's my brother's one hundred percent insane. Thank you. His name's Yancey. Is that Yo, his... hang on one sec. Hey, real quick, I'm on a podcast. Don't put me on hold, Yancey. Okay. Are big? Is Bigfoot real? Hey, you know he is. No, he's not. Did I get in your car and you were watching a podcast about Bigfoot? I, you got my car. I had a podcast about Bigfoot on, Bigfoot on. Go to howtohunt.com. Oh, my god! <laughs> my brother's a redneck. Plug. <laughs> he really right. is. All right. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. He's a redneck. He's a cowboy. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look in his closet, it looks like a Cabela's threw up. Like a lot of camo? Oh, yeah. And there's different kinds of camo. You can't just say one camo is like all camo because there's snow camo. There's matrix That's camo. True. You have to be prepared. Bigfoot doesn't discriminate against seasons. So my older brother believes in Bigfoot. What? What is like? I don't even know what Bigfoot is. It, it's like, uh, like a Sasquatch, like of Star Wars. No, that's a Wookie. What's the difference? Ah, they're pretty much the same. That's what I thought. Yeah, but it's, but a Wookie was a made up character. Sasquatch is supposedly real, according to my older brother Yancey. According to Wikipedia, Bigfoot or Sasquatch are said to be hairy, upright-walking, ape-like creatures that dwell in the wilderness and leave giant human-like footprints. There are enough news organizations in the world at the minute. Don't you think that yes. a camera would have found Bigfoot Yes, and got it documented? I mean, Bigfoot isn't walking around in the city. He's, he's Sure, I get that. But Bigfoot's probably the best at hide-and-go-seek. Nobody's really? found him. Nobody's found him. Well, so your brother claims that he's had an experience. Yep. Do you know the experience? I can't remember it verbatim, but I've heard him tell it multiple times. But he was at a camp thing, and they're sitting around the fire, and he hears out in the back this, Roar! and they got chills up their arms, and the kids couldn't sleep. And He, he heard it was Bigfoot. It was just like Bigfoot who drives the F-350 down with the yeah. RV. And, I mean, it sounds down. like a Wolverine to me. Have oh, but that's real. Have you ever heard of Wolverine? Yeah, I actually just got done watching the uh, the Netflix show Alone. Have you guys seen Alone? Uh uh-uh. Josh? No, I've heard about it though. Yeah, it's kind of tight. So Alone, this is the sixth 
season, and I hadn't watched any episode prior. Oh, you've talked about this. This is where they live on the island. Yeah. And they don't know how long they're going to be there, and it's the last man standing wins. Correct. 500 who, big ones. Guess who also watches this? Yancey. Yancey. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he thinks he could do it. Well, we should get Yancey on the pod. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll talk your ear off. Well, you think I talk? Woo. I, I'm serious. I would love to hear his big. Oh yeah, he's a talker. So one of the guys on the show alone killed the Wolverine with his bare hands. That uh, that's kind of not true. He shot it with an arrow, clipped it, and then ran over to it and whacked it dead with a hatchet. Still impressive. Mm. Did he eat it? Yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. Probably not good. Chicken? I mean, on that show, they're eating like um, they're eating like squirrel intestine. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what was that? What are they eating? Squirrel intestines. Squirrel. Is that how you really say that? Or are you just doing that play up that Aussie accent? How do you say it? Squirrel. Squirrel? Squirrel. I, I can't do that with my tongue. Squirrel. Like twirl? Squirrel? Squirrel. No, no. Squirrel is how I say it. Is so that how they say it in Australia? Yeah. Well, say we don't really have squirrels down there. So maybe I'm saying it wrong. You say are. twirl. Twirl? No, we say possums. squirrel. We have possums in, in Australia. That's great. I buried quite a few of them. Squirrel. We got a cat named Sushi. Huh. Yeah. Right now? Yeah, back home. Horrible cat. <laughs> I got a dog that's a jerk. Really? His name's Steve. He's an English bulldog. I love English bulldogs. Oh, he's a big stinky, guy. oh, just a big old, just, yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Why is he a jerk? I don't know. Because I'm the only one that's stuck by him. Like your kids don't enjoy him? Nah. Why is that? Because he's a jerk. Like, I don't, okay. He's just a big, dumb animal. He's a big, dumb animal. Does mm-hmm. Yancey believe in aliens? Ooh, I don't know about that. Back to Bigfoot. Yeah. What is going... Like, people really do believe about Big, Bigfoot, right? Oh, yeah. There's whole societies around this. There's people that actually hunt them. There's been TV shows, documentaries, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Sasquatch is a real thing. You don't have one over there in Aussieland? No. Not that I know of. Like a chupacabra? What is that? Oh, it's in Mexico. They're like wolves, and they eat... Sheep's heads and stuff like that. Right. We got the Tasmanian devil nah. with dingoes. Mm-hmm. The dingo ate my... Mm. I knew you'd say that. We're going to need to take a break. Oh. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's see what Tom brought to the table. You're listening to DadCast. It's a KSL podcast. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I got it right that time. Yeah, you did. What'd you call it last time? Dadcast. I actually don't hate Dadcast. (laughs) I don't hate it either. Is it too late to reach out to legal? Dadcast is better than Dadcast. (laughs) Ten out of ten. Seriously. Hey, come on. It's it's not about the name. It's about the content. You're right. Is it though? So during the break, we were having a quick conversation, and we need to talk about it. Okay. Because this is news to me as well. About the deer? Yes. You don't know about this? No. So supposedly, I've never killed a deer. I've been deer hunted once, um, but I wasn't a big fan of it because. My older brother loves to hunt. All his kids love to hunt. Yancey. Yancey. They got decoys. They got all that stuff. They go up and they shoot stuff. And every season's got a new season for different camo. But I never liked cleaning the animals. 
like gutting it. Yeah, because that was the horrible job. And so when I would go out with my older brother and my dad, they would shoot the birds, and then me and my little brother were supposed to clean them. And I was like, well, this sucks. I'm not going to do this. And so I never got the chance to shoot anything because I just said, hey, look, I'm not going. I don't want to hunt. No. Sounds bad. Yeah. And so supposedly when you shoot your first deer okay. and you're gutting it, okay. you're supposed to drink the blood. Like how much? I think just a just sip. A, yeah, just a sip. Okay. Yeah. You say like not the whole No, no. Animal. No, just just enough to taste because it sacrificed its life and it's given it to you and it's I don't know. I don't know where the, it started, but that's a thing. Well, let's google it. I mean, like that's why we're here. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Do you believe that an animal sacrifices its life when being hunted? I think it's weird that you want to go down this road and your last Instagram post was, I might be able to become a vegetarian. Well, that's my whole point is, like, I I could never shoot a live animal. I couldn't do it. I think I would break down in tears. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of killing anything. No, yeah, yeah, no, I I just, uh, why would you want to do that? I can kill a burrito quick. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Taco Tire. Those soft bean burritos, I'm telling you right now, we go there at least three times a week. (laughs) My kids love them. I just had an idea. Yeah. We should have a burrito eating contest with Beto's. Ooh, I could kill one easy. Well, I just went to the doctor. My blood pressure is oh, yeah. high, so we might have point. to wait for a little bit. We I'm 140 over a... 80. Hmm. So I, I, as you said and have told me many a times, I need to lay off the pasta. Yeah, the pasta. Or and maybe, burritos. And maybe break a sweat. I mean, you yeah, were a sure. collegiate athlete. To be fair, he did do like 10 and a half push-ups before you got here. Yeah. Why? So you looked good on camera? Oh, I just felt like, you know, get the blood flowing. Maybe the blood pressure might decrease. This morning, I've already ran three miles and did a chest workout, and then I'm going to do a little golf a little later. In a, in a golf cart, granted, but you'll probably sweat a bit. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Yeah, it'll be hot. 88 today. Uh, in the Eastern Hemisphere, deer blood is sold as a commercial product. In the Western Hemisphere... It is reported that some hunters drink the blood of the first deer they ever kill. Such an instance was popularized, popularized, pardon me, in the 1984 American film Red Dawn. Yes. Wolverines! You've never seen Red Dawn? I've never seen Patrick it. Swayze, C. Thomas Howell. I mean, it's, it's a great one. They did a remake uh, probably about 10 years ago. Sucked. But the original one was awesome. Charlie Sheen's in it. It's great. So it sounds like it became popular in 1984. That wasn't that long ago. No. Uh, By the way, you can get sick if the blood, fluid, or tissue from an infected animal comes in contact with your eyes, nose, mouth, or skin. You want your mind blown? Yeah. There's another industry that kind of revolves around deer hunting. You're supposed to splash yourself with deer urine because it attracts the male bucks. Female deer urine. Like you open the bladder and kind of shower in it? No, you can buy it. Deer urine. <sighs> what is wrong with people? I don't know. But who's the guy that that's his job is to collect it? You would have to collect it from the bladder of the dead deer. I don't know. But if I'm getting shot, my bladder is probably empty. <laughs> so I don't know how that works. Tom scored on that one. Point Tom. Um, anyway, let's move on to like a more, you know, happier subject. What do you got for me? So my wife's birthday was four months ago. Okay. February 20th. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten her a birthday present. 
did, does she think one's coming? One's coming today. Ooh, what is it? <laughs> yes. So uh, it's a television. Ooh, did she want one? Um, kind of. So, uh, hmm, how do I say this? We have one television in the house at the minute. It's a nice 55, 60-inch Samsung. Mm-hmm. You know, top of the line. Smart TV? Smart TV. And it's downstairs. Uh, we don't have a television in our bedroom. Ooh. So this one is a 43-incher. Size matters. Size does matter because you can't have it too big. Uh-uh. Or too small. Or too small, for that matter. Uh, But always lean on the bigger side. Yeah. Can we agree on that? Without a doubt. So, Josh, do you have a television in your bedroom? Yeah. Uh, Just in our living room. 52. No, no, in your bedroom. No. Case, do you? Yes. I knew you would. I knew you would. I got a TV in just about every room. So... I, We're more uh, outdoorsy people. We don't like to stay inside for too much. Oh, we like to smell patchouli and make our own pants. Shut up. <laughs> well, based on my blood pressure, I'm not an outdoorsy person, let me tell you. Um, so I, for years, uh, have been against bedroom television. Why? Because my mother and father never had one. And their motto was, read a book before you go to bed to put you to sleep. And it's good for the brain, you know? Mm-hmm. Makes and sense. In, and and in, in kind of the, the career that we're in, reading is good to increase vocabulary, all that good stuff. So you don't pronounce squirrels like I just did. Yeah. You know, you can pronounce them better if you read. But uh, that's all changed because I've had like three books sit next to my bed for three years and probably a, a combined ten pages have been read. So I don't read. You should ask Casey the last book he's read. Yeah, no, I I think we talked about this on the first episode that's never going to see the light of day. Call of the Wild, seventh grade. Seventh grade. If it's really a good book, they're going to make a movie. That's your, already, that's your Yeah, they already made the movie. And the movie sucked. It was with Harrison Ford. And the dog was not even good. I like Harrison Ford, personally. Yeah, but you won't watch this movie. No. So, so I got a, we got a television. And I'm excited. So, so I went to Costco. Is it a TV? Tele- is it a bedroom television? 43-inch Samsung. But that, that's going in there? Does she know it's coming in? No. So it might be getting delivered right now. Surprise! Hello! Okay, I have I'm a question. Nervous. Is this... If I got my girlfriend a TV, she would think it, it, she'd be very upset. Okay, but you have to... Here, okay, there's more to it, and I need to explain. She, my wife is a mother to a four-month-old, so she's breastfeeding. She's also... Um, Tired? Pumping. She's pumping as well because during the day, occasionally, I'll help out feeding the baby, feeding bubbles with a bottle. Uh, and so she spends more time in the bedroom breastfeeding in the middle of the night or uh, pumping. You know, you don't most go, people do. The you don't want to go downstairs to pump. No, and, and granted, we had a bit of a dilemma with the downstairs couch. Um, and that's another story that's not all that important. But long story short, we were meant to get this really nice couch and a few things happened, and we didn't end up getting it, so we're stuck with a $500 couch. Still nice. Still okay, but not com- not that. Like, $500 couch isn't that comfortable. Um, so, so, yeah, basically, she spends more time in the bedroom, and she's always been a television bedroom kind of person. Ah. So she might like this. I think. So, anyway, I went to Costco. I bought one of those... Um, Wall mounts? Yes. I'm starting to learn to speak Tom. <sighs> What's that mean? That means you speak a little funny. Is that oh. not just a squirrel? What is, squirrel? Squirrel. Uh huh. 
So anyway, we'll put the wall mount in, and you know, fr- find the the, bra- the braces. What are they called? Uh, beams. Beams. Studs. Oh, studs. Studs. Yeah. Yes. You need a stud finder. So I'm gonna have to find them. Uh, the stud finder will come in the box. It'll come with it. The wall mounts will have a stud finder in there. What? What? The box that you bought the mount in. Uh huh. There'll be a little stud finder in there. This is the first dad to dad. Uh, yeah, lesson. Of There's the going to be a little box in there. There's going to be a little thing over there, and it's going to be pinch it on both sides, and it's going to go green. And then you go along the wall, and when it goes to red, and goes, you found a stud. So this is the second wall mount I've bought because we we bought one for the downstairs. Stuff. And there wasn't a stud finder in, finder in there. Well, I mean, I I wasn't looking for a stud finder. Did you have extra parts when it was all said and done? I had a few extra bolts and pieces and. Yeah, welcome to the dad world. So you think there's... I've got it in the back of my car right now. Yeah, after this, we'll go out there and take a look at it. I'll help you, son. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, no, I'll help you. I'm a dad. Yeah, I know, but you're half my age. This is true. You're just more experienced, dad. Yeah, traveled. So that's exciting. Um, We got a television on the way today. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to film her reaction. If, If the television's, you know... Not already there when I get home from doing this. I bought my ex-wife a Dyson vacuum for her birthday. Yeah, vacuums are never a good idea. She was super stoked because she likes to vacuum. My current girlfriend has a carpet rake. What? Oh, I've seen you post a video of this. Yeah. What and is it, a carpet rake? Well, it just what it does is it gets in there and uh, loosens up the debris down in the carpet. And so then you go over it with a vacuum and it sucks it all up. That's so satisfying. Uh, it just seems unnecessary, if I'm being quite frank. Yeah. Like, like that's an unnecessary I'm about to go to buy try. a carpet rake. You know how much a carpet rake costs? Probably not much. Uh-oh. 35 bucks. Oh. That's a lot more than I thought. Right? That's like $7 on Amazon. Yeah, isn't it like a like a wood stick with a plastic end? Yeah, they're called rakes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but like, okay, so a difference between a, a carpet rake and a regular... It's like a like a plastic... Well, yeah, but can't you get you can get plastic rakes for the outside too. I think. Uh, give it a shot. No, I'm not going to waste my time with that. All right, I got something for you. Yeah, you're, you're up, big boy. Do you know what a fuggler is? Nope. Uh oh. Have you ever heard what a fuggler is? <laughs> this sounds Easy. like a dangerous conversation Easy. to have on the KSL podcast, Dad Cast. My daughter's got a fuggler. My son's got a fuggler. A fuggler. My mom took my son shopping for his birthday yesterday. He comes home and he goes, "Dad, guess what I got?" And I go, "What'd you get?" And he goes. A fuggler. Is it a fuggler? And he goes, yeah, Dad, look at it. Isn't it great? And it is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. So you know, you know what it sounds like? And this may not be appropriate. We may have to edit this. Uh-huh. But it sounds like a sex toy. It's not. Yeah. It's a kid's toy. Getting edited. You know what it is? Huh. It's a funny, ugly doll. You know who makes it? Utah native Post Malone. What? Yeah. Does it have his tattoos on it? No, but there are some with tattoos. I mean, Fuggler, it's it, it's a... And maybe I'm late to the... The party? Yeah. But, okay, I knew what Fuggly meant. Yeah, but that's not this. No, and so that's why when you said it at first, I was like... They're kind of cute, ugly. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to give you a picture. But Fugglers, that's a Fuggler. Okay. And so they're just a bunch of dolls. They get a birth certificate. You can go online, get a name, get a backstory, all the fun stuff. Oh, it's, it sounds like those... Um, Garbage Pail Kids. No, that's not what I was thinking of. Um, that's another fuggler. I just spilt everywhere. That's kind of cute. 
So, remember those toys back in the day? I got water all over my mouth. Come on, the be- the beanie boys, beanie toys, beanie, beanie babies, toys? beanie babies. Yeah, but they weren't ugly. No, but similar concept where they have a name and a tag and Cabbage Patch dolls did the same thing. My daughters went through a real big beanie boo phase. Wherever when I was on the road with uh, TV stations, every town I'd go in, I'd get them a beanie boo, and I'd come home and they'd be like, "Dad, what'd I don't you know f-? what a beanie boo is." Same thing. It's a beanie baby, but they were a little bit older, had bigger eyes, cost more money. They figure out a way to nickel and dime you. I'm telling you. It, yeah, it's a scam. So, okay, fugglers. So, so now I just got a bunch of beanie babies up in the closet, and now we're on to fugglers. Fugglers? Mm-hmm. And my son still loves Woody. That's his favorite doll of all time. Toy Story. Toy Story. When he was about three years old, he, he, he couldn't talk very well, and he'd always go around, Weebo, what did I you? And what he was saying was, Woody, where are you? So still when we see him, he's always like, Weebo, what are you? Weebo, Weebo, what are you? And so we'd go around oh, the house so and we'd hide Woody. So he'd be like, Woody, Weebo, 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 where are you? Weebo. And we'd be like, Woody? And he goes, yeah, Dad, we know. Okay, cool, bro. Let's keep going. Oh, it's good stuff. I was in a trucks. That reminds me. I was in a trucks when I was about his age at three. Did you Did you ever know about stompers? No. Oh, they were great. What are they? Yeah, well, they were, they were like matchbox cars, but with big wheels and oh. batteries, and they'd go over anything. Right. Stompers. No, I, I never got into that. But um, I couldn't say I, – so I love trucks, but I couldn't say the – F in the truck in sorry no what there is no F in truck so I couldn't say the T in truck is what I'm getting at mm-hmm. and I'd replace it with an F oh yeah yeah <laughs> so we'd be in like you know a busy street back home in Australia hey dad look at that big truck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mum and dad would say they'd have to like you know at nauseum just say yes Tom that's a truck you know to try and tell people he's not. He, me, is not uh, dropping F-bombs, like Ryan said. I thought that was quite funny. So I'm going to preface with this. This might get cut out of this, but my daughter had a similar thing. And my daughter... Well, just don't say the word. Okay, but she really liked flags. No, just keep it moving. I don't know why. We, okay, that's... But I'm just... But I'm honestly... I, and this was a real thing, but she couldn't say the L. So everywhere she went around, nope. if it was a big one, a little one, she'd go, hey, Dad, check that out. I swear, true story. You, you can cut this out. I know, but that was the true story. How old was she? Four. In her defense. Yeah. No, in her defense, she She's really four. she really loved flags. But for that whole year, we stayed away from parades. <laughs> Which was an issue because you were on television <laughs> yeah. and you were probably working. And parade. I really like a good parade. I think, um, speaking of which, I think the big parade that KSL puts on, I think they had to cancel that. Oh, yeah. Pioneer Parade or mm-hmm. Days mm-hmm. of 47. Can't, Salt Lake City's canceling 4th of July. How do you No ca- fireworks. Well, wow. What? No, fireworks are on sale right now. How can you cancel that? Neighborhood fireworks will go on, which is dangerous. Power to the people. That's our millennial. I, I don't know if I can agree with that, but uh, I thought Utah County was doing this big fire show. I think a couple of people are trying to figure it out, but every day things change. I'm not a, personally. You want to know my my honest truth about the fire, about fireworks? Mm-hmm. Not a fan. How come? They've never really done anything to me. You don't think they're majestic? They're beautiful. No, I think they're loud and obnoxious. And you know what? For the most part. They kind of do the same thing. They kind of all do the exact same thing. Let me ask you this. Early on in your football career, tailgating party, did anyone ever think you were loud and obnoxious? 
Uh, depending on how many Dirty Dr. Peppers <laughs> I have, I'm sure. But here's the thing. When I have some Dirty Dr. Peppers... Sometimes I thrive in loud and obnoxious. Yeah, right? Yeah. When I have a few Dirty Dr. Peppers, so I'm, I'm happy. You're happy already? Yeah. I'm happier, probably. Like, I'm, you know... Oh, maybe I'm loud and obnoxious. I don't know. Do you want to know the happiest I've been in a long time? Was? Two nights ago. Okay. No. Well, what's going on? So, Wait, let's take a break first. Okay. And then we come back. That's and, a good taste. All right. Stick around. More with Dadtastic on KSL. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic, a podcast about, well, I guess me and you. Yeah, so you're Casey and I'm Tom. Yeah, and uh, I told you the happiest I've been in a long time was two nights ago. I'm excited, but this is, needs to be a PG story. No, oh, no, it is. No, yeah, this, it's, it's all PG. This okay. is great. Like, Disney's probably going to want to buy the rights. Make a movie out of it? I don't know. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, okay. So, I, you know, we're getting to know each other. I think we both like music. I've watched you on Instagram. There's a lot of times you're playing some old school hip hop. You're dancing with your baby. You're cruising Club around bubbles. the kitchen. Yeah, Club, Club bubbles. bubbles. I love that. I think that's a great name, Club Bubbles. And then you just put in there and some music. And music's always just been very important to me. My dad was a DJ. I've DJed. I worked in radio. I've had some great times with music. And I really find music can just change your whole mindset. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, I always try to get my kids in the car listening to music, and we do some car dancing and all that. And it's very rare that I can get all the kids on the same page where they all want to play. And so my daughter had dance, and uh, she had a performance, and so my son was over at my ex-wife's house, and I finally got them all home because it was my night. We walked in the door. We had some Taco Time burritos. I mean, everything is just looking great. You know, and, and they go, we're going to go upstairs, Dad. And I go, oh, cool. I'm just going to sit down on the couch. I'm going to turn on the telly and see what's on and just kind of, you know, just kind of regroup, get some Casey time. So my daughter comes down. And she goes, Dad, hey, turn off your Bluetooth. I said, what? She goes, turn off your Bluetooth. I go, okay. So I turn off my Bluetooth. And she goes. What daughter? What, what age? Frankie. She's okay. 12. So it's just Frankie and Bowden. My other daughter's 15. She doesn't like to hang out with us anymore. She found friends and stuff like that, which is cool, and I don't blame her. Because uh, she can leave, but the other two can't leave. They're stuck with me. So she comes down, and she goes, Dad, turn turn off your Bluetooth. Okay. But don't come upstairs, okay? Don't come upstairs until we tell you. Okay. So I turn on the TV. I'm watching some, you know, Navy SEAL or SWAT or some show. And they go, okay, Dad, come up. And so I go, okay. So I go to the door, and I walk upstairs, and there's two double doors into my bedroom. And on the sign, it said, dance party in action. Awesome dads invited. <laughs> so I open up the door and there's my son and my daughter and they've got our house by Flow Rider going okay. pumped up on the speaker and I go what? And they go this dance our house. house. So dance party and so the next thing I know my son's on the bed, he's jamming and he normally doesn't like to dance even though he's got a shirt that says floss like the boss and we just started <laughs> dancing and it was amazing and we sat around and did two songs and just danced in the house and, and and I looked at him and it was one of those things where I mean I'm getting chills right now because it was a memory and I know they're going to think back to that time he goes hey remember when we threw dad a dance party and he came in and instead of getting mad at us dancing and jamming everywhere he jumped in and we danced we danced our little hearts out and we were pointing at each other calling him out in the circle and it was just so much fun yeah and so Frankie's going like this
this was such a good shower. Oh, it, 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 I would blast this in the shower. Back oh, yeah. Day. And so we, and, and I was just like, life is good. This is a happy song. Oh, it is. And, and, and I didn't tell them what to do or anything. And they just picked the song, and we just went and had a good time. And that's the happiest I've been in a long time. That is awesome. This is the type of music. Yeah, you're going to have to And that's it. what they're doing. Here we go. And everyone's like this. We just got it's a copyright a strike. Yeah. So that's the type of music I would listen to before a game. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd say like Rice Eccles Stadium, for those that don't know where Utah football play. I'd be like, this is my, that's my house, you know, and I'd, I'd try and envision like the fans there are like my people, which I guess they kind of are, yeah, know? like they're there to support, yeah, and that would get me fired up and about. Ah, oh, see, music's powerful, man. <sighs> that's a great flow rider. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Did you know <laughs> that wrong. I just found something out? You know what flow rider really is? No, I have no idea. It's Florida. He's from Florida. Oh, genius. So it's F O L O. R I D A, Florida. But it's Florida. This is the most dad conversation that's happened on this podcast. Mind blown, huh? I, I was <laughs> like, holy cow. It's 2020, and you guys are like, we're just about figuring this out. Josh, did you know that? Come on, stop it. No. <laughs> Florida. I, I, oh, that's good. Right? Yeah, I like that. And I like that story. Yeah, it that's was a, a great story. It was, a, it was a good time. That is cool. Um, I've got a uh, what I don't know what we want to call this, but I want I want to I want to do this on a weekly basis. Okay, and it's kind of like the the cooking tip of the week, or you know. But we we can we can come up with a more creative name because we're creative people. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while we search for a name, we'll call it the cooking tip of the week. So it's really it's really simple cooking tip of the week. And and by the way, I don't want me to be the only one because you and your taco time. Like I guarantee you. You put some sauce, hot sauce, on your taco. Time. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah, love it. We mix the hot sauces and little tapio. Put that in. save it. Okay, save it. All right. But my cooking tip of the week this week is to add celery salt to make a to make a tuna fish sandwich better. Celery salt to make a tuna fish sandwich better because I'm a big fan of tuna fish. I I thought you might be. I love tuna fish. I love the albacore white tuna that you get at the Costco. Do you get it in oil or water? Water. Thank you. Yeah, oil is just well, a well, mess. If you, you go oil, no. If you get your tuna fish in oil, you m- need to get your he- mental health checked. Yeah, you're a psychopath. You might be a serial killer. Yeah, you're a psychopath. Yeah, and no, I'm not a big fan of the oil. <laughs> but I like to mix up my tuna fish with the mustard. That's where you add, that's that's where you add the flavor. You get like a spicy mustard or a horseradish mustard. You mix it in there and then put a little um, relish in there as well. Oh, it becomes. Whew, Delicious. Hold on a second. Okay, hold on. Like, can we backtrack a little bit? Mm-hmm. So you, this is how this is how I make my tuna fish, and I'd like you to interrupt okay. if you do something different. Okay. And I'm not talking about ingredients. I'm talking about the process of getting the tuna from the can into the sandwich. Okay. You open the can. Mm-hmm. You drain the water as best as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, two thumbs upside down. Correct. Over the sink. Pluck, pluck the little. You know, out. be careful because it could could scratch you. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it's dry enough. You put it in. You add mayo, I imagine, a little yep. bit of mayo. Not a lot. That's why your blood you, pressure's up. Could be, but if you add too much mayo, it turns sloppy. Yeah, you don't want sloppy tuna fish sandwich. Mm-mm. Anyway, we're we're going past the point. Um, and then from there, you can kind of add. I like some diced pickles. Yeah, that's what relish is. Yeah, but relish I, I is like myself. sweet, isn't it? 
Well, I get the um, I don't get the sweet pickles. I get the dill because you're a big dill. Hey, hey, that's the first dad joke. That's of pretty the good pod? though. That's the yeah. first dad joke of the that's pod. What, that's what the pod should be called. Yeah. The Big Deal Podcast. The Big Deal. Hold on. Whoa. That's two podcasts that are better than the name we currently have. Eh. Yeah. So, okay, anyway, going back to the tuna fish sandwich. Uh, I add, yeah, celery salt. No, so, so most people, I think, do salt and pepper. No. You don't put any salt or any pepper in your tuna mm. fish sandwich. That's mm. disgusting. That's a big mistake. You add salt and pepper to everything just about. Mm, that's why your blood pressure is high. No, it's the pasta coming back. Or the lack of exercise. Look, yeah. if a chef makes a tuna fish sandwich, he does not not put salt and pepper in it. Yeah, that, right. I'm, I'm with you, Josh. Yeah. You're right. making a big mistake. Anywho, celery salt. Mm-hmm. You need to put celery salt in your tuna fish sandwich. Okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll tell you how I make my tuna fish. And I don't use bread. I eat it in lettuce. Because I'm trying wrap. to stay away from the carbs. Yeah, a little wrap. So you get the tuna upside down. We already talked about yeah. that. Put it in the bowl. One scoop of mayonnaise. Boom. Okay? Just enough to get everything met, wet and moist and moving around. Okay? People don't like those words. That's all right. I know. Wet and moist. Just fla- throwing them around. And so then then, you, then I've got a, a whole cabinet full of different kinds of mustard. Okay. I wanted to take the conversation there. But and go so, ahead. Because so, I, 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 like, I like hot. I, li- I like, I like a, a spicy mustard. I've got a cranberry mustard. I've got a horseradish mustard. I haven't heard of cranberry mustard. Oh, yeah. There's a whole section in the grocery stores for mustards. Okay. Yeah. Do you have, like, you have kids, so you probably do. You have the hot dog mustard. Mm-hmm. The French's. Yep. And so I, every, only if that's the only thing I've got left, I'll throw that in. Not a fan person. But then I put that in there and then a little relish, throw that in there. If I don't have relish, another fun thing to do is pepperoncinis. Cut oh, some pepperoncinis. green pepperoncinis. Yeah, take the stem off, cut them up nice, put it in there. Good to go. Oh, wow. We can, uh, so yeah. I think everybody has their way of making a tuna fish sandwich. Next week, I'll bring you a tuna fish sandwich. Okay. You bring me one. All right. I like that. I like this. Yeah. Mm. I thought you were going to say Nux because you've done that before. Well, I just did that last time. Here's the thing is that my girlfriend's got a 20-year-old son. Okay. And I got home yesterday and over to their house, and he's like, how's the podcast going? Like the the Project Recovery? No, our podcast. And I go, it's going good. And and then I showed him that video we shot last week. And I fully expected him just to watch three minutes of it like our son, producer Josh, would do. He watched the whole thing. He watched all of it? All of it. That was 20 minutes. 21 minutes, Case. Yeah. I was like, huh. When feedback? Uh, we, we moved on to something else after that. But the fact that he just watched 21 minutes. He liked it. Because I was like, hey, you don't have to watch this if you don't want to. Huh. You know. But he's like, no, it's pretty good. For a 20-year-old, I think, okay, well, we haven't talked about this, and maybe we need to on the, on the pod, is what's our target audience? From an age standpoint, what's our demographic? What are we trying to? Boomers. Boomers? Yeah. Casey's demo. <laughs> the people who are going to listen to this are the people who are golfing with Casey. And Tom's golfing with did me. You, did you hear, like, the tone of voice? I know. That, it, like, entire sentence. The disdain. Boomers. Boomers. The only people that are going to listen to this are those that golf with Casey. Like, that's like, Josh, you realize that's like four people, and I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think anybody who's got the a sense of humor. fantastic, so. Anyone who's got a sense of humor. Should listen to this podcast. Wow. See, this is what happens when you when a realist meets an optimist. Great things happen. I love it. 
I got one more thing for you. I'm out. I'm out. That's all for me this week. Took my kids fishing. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, I really didn't take my kids fishing. So my mom, who took my kids shopping and got them fugglers, also decided because she's got this pond in the back of her house, and we're going to put fish in it, but there's no fish in it yet. And so, Just don't tell me you did what I think you're about to do. Or you, you did what I think you did. No. Cause you we, didn't take him to that pond. No, no, okay. no, we, no, we did took him to the pond with no fish in it. My mom did. There's a river that goes into it. I'm pretty sure there's fish in there. Oh, okay. But they bought these fishing poles from Walmart and bought a fillet knife, which was pretty optimistic. I think it runs in the family. Uh, and, you know, I was like, hey, we're going to do some fishing. So I was like, okay, I'm still working. I'll be there in a couple hours. Have they ever fished before? No. That's my- why they bought a fillet knife. Yeah, they, they, think it's like, they think it's probably like, whoosh, yeah, I got something, you know, in movies. And my mom, you know, she was just trying to do something fun, and and cool. so she bought fishing poles for everybody. So you'll have a fishing pole when you go to her house. And I go there, and they were digging up worms. So I was like, Mom, you know, you can just buy those. And she's, Why would you buy them when you can just find them in the ground? And I go, Because you don't have to find them in the ground. You can just buy them. You can come to my house. I've got a mole. Do you? Yeah, I got a mole. You can kind. Of I don't think you can fish with moles. Huh. And so they were digging up worms, and these worms were not good worms. They were skinny, small worms. And then so my son had to try to put it on the hook, and he was like, Dad, I don't think I like this. And I go, yeah, I don't blame you, but <laughs> Grandma's making you do it. So he's trying to get this worm on a hook, and the worm's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, Dad, this sucks. And I go, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, son. But Grandma's paying, so let's act like we're having fun. And so he did have fun, but at one point they're both sitting in there. They're they're looking at the fish. The worms are sitting on the bottom of it. There's no weight. There's there's no buoy. Nothing going on. <laughs> and, you didn't have a weight. No, no. So the, the worms floating on the top of the sun. Yeah, it, oh. it, it was just bad. And so my son looks over to me and uh, not provoked anything. He goes, "Dad," I go, "Yeah, son." He goes. They should call this waiting, not fishing, because nothing's happening. And I was like, hard to argue, son. So How old is he? He's nine. Oh, he's smart. Yeah. Smart fella. He's way smart. And, and I attribute not to me or my ex-wife. YouTube has raised this kid. I mean, really. I mean, he watches a lot of YouTube. And he says things that just blow my mind. That I go, whoa, how did you even think of that? The other day, it's a true story. So... We're driving past this guy, and he's getting pulled over. And I was like, oh, looks like someone's having a bad day. And you know how the cop sirens go, whoop, whoop. So I always do that. I go, whoop, whoop. And my son, who's nine, behind me goes, that's the sound of the police. (laughs) And me and Frankie look at each other and go, where did he learn that? And he goes, oh, YouTube, Dad, because that's a public enemy song. And I was like, you're nine. You don't know Public Enemy. You're about to be fighting the power. Yeah, it was. It was fight the power. He's like, whoo, whoo. That's the sound of the police. So now that's instead of the Weebo, we walk around the house and we go, whoo, whoo. And Bodie will go, that's the sound of the police. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's fun at my house. That's good stuff. It's messy, but it's fun. I, I mean, we might not have time this week to talk about YouTube, but I've spoken to many people your age that have vented basically about you know, the inability to get their child off YouTube. Like, they just cannot do it. Because, well, I think for us, Josh and I in particular, probably not you because you, you're old. a old boomer, but, um, like, th- there is such thing as a YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. In fact, I know Josh more so than me. I literally have gone on two YouTube, two YouTube rabbit holes since we've started this podcast. Hey, thanks for two paying attention. Them? Two. What are they on? 
One's fishing, and then one is uh, it's going to be into the next segment. Okay, good. But I, you know, I, I find myself going down rabbit holes, but I do it more so with music now. I'll hear an artist, and then I'll kind of go down and track their history and find out other stuff they've done, and, and get lost for a couple hours. I like. I think that is common for, in particular, children thirty-one and down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I Did mean, you know the most popular? Do you know what the most popular YouTube show? Is it HGTV? No. FDTV. I don't know. My kids watch it. What is it? It's, uh, so, <clears throat> maybe not, maybe the most popular is the wrong, well, no, maybe it is. Anyway, it's a child, I'm sure Josh knows more about this. Unboxing? Like, unboxing toys. Yeah. He made the most money on YouTube, was it 2019 or 2018, Josh? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't know. It's a whole industry. We can look up how much that kid, and he's like five, how much he made. It was stupid amounts of of money, like millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. In 20 years, we'll see how he's doing. He'll be fine because he made $50 million as yeah. a five-year-old unboxing toys. That they send to him for free. Exactly. Yeah, you get that many, you know, like when this podcast goes big. Yeah. You know, if it's not already by the time this thing's up and about, then we're going to be getting things for free. Like, for example, uh, I've watched, I watch a lot of Golf Channel and I'm on the social medias, right? And I don't know if you guys have the similar ads that I have, but a company called Whoop, W-H-O-O-P. I'm pretty sure it's Whoop. Okay. Pops up on my feed a ton. They're also on Golf Channel. A lot of professional golfers use them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Whoop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Whoop. Yeah, Whoop. And uh, the, it's like a watch that can track. In fact, it can actually detect COVID-19, coronavirus. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm dead serious. I don't know about I that. I am dead serious. What Isn't th- that what the best ball players are going to be using? That or they yeah they might be using a ring. Oh but yeah, maybe that's it's what it is. Whoop. I don't think Whoop can detect COVID. They, they I'm sponsor dead serious. Pod- I'm dead no, serious. They they they're sponsoring podcasts. Yeah, everywhere. Yes. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Joe Rogan, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the story. Is I was on Whoop's website. Whoop. Stop whoop. saying. It. <laughs> and it's like thirty dollars a month, and you have to sign up for for minimum six months. Pretty good, right? And it, and it, so anyway, long story short, I'm like, I'm not gonna buy this. Because this podcast that we're doing right now uh-huh. is going to go so big that we're going to get free whoops. Whoop. Stop saying it. They're not going to give us free swag if you can't say their name right. Well, no, no. That, that's incentive for me to say their name correctly. They're going to want me to say their name correctly, so they're going to be more incentivized to give us stuff. You see what I'm doing? Yeah, touche. Yeah, you like that. Leveraging whoop technology to predict COVID-19 risk. No, no, I'm serious. Nick Watney. On I'm the- on Whoop right now. No, get off Whoop. It's Nick Watney who, um, he might have been the first. Was he the first? First or second PGA Tour go- golfer uh, just recently, actually, to test positive for the virus. And the reason they were able to find it, because he was asymptomatic, okay, uh, on his Whoop, he, uh, I, I haven't read into it, but he claims that his Whoop helped him out. All right. Wow. Detecting the virus. It doesn't detect it. It shows you symptoms that you might want to go get checked. It says right here. That's, that, okay, that's better than nothing. Yeah, but it's not what you said. What did I say? <laughs> you said that it will tell you if you have it. Yeah, I mean, it's better advertising for whoop. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. We have, to, we have to wrap. So, I, think, I think this was good. I didn't hate this. I have a question. Yeah. One at a time, what is your least favorite pizza topping? 
Mm. Olives. What? Wow. That's one black of my favorites. Black olives. Not, no, no. I'm not a black olive guy. Oh. I'm a, the, what are they called? The Kalamata? No. Kalamatra? Kalamatra. It's Kalamata olives. Is it Kalamata? <laughs> You're thinking of Kamasutra. Kamasutra? No, come on. We're not talking Bigfoot again. <laughs> no, that's a book. Um, I might read that one. <laughs> um, yeah, black olives don't do it for me. I mm. love olives. My oh. favorite olive of all time, quickly. Mm-hmm. Green olive with uh, feta cheese in the middle, stuffed. Oh, man, I could eat them all day. But like black sli- sliced olives, come on. Oh, ain't... I tell you right now. Yeah, pineapple, pineapple on I pizza. Hate, I hate those you people for should that. be punched in the face. I hate you for saying that. Like, okay. That's the worst take. Yeah. No, no, no. You're mad at me? Yeah, I'm mad at you. Don't say yeah. I'm well, mad at you. Why? What is the problem with pineapple? I it, don't get it. You don't want a fruit on a pizza? It's sweet. No, nope. It's delicious. It's sweet so and good. I don't see what the problem is. I bet you majority of people side with me. Okay, so I only bring Thanks that up me. because on Monday, an 80-pound iguana was found in a freezer of a South Florida pizza restaurant. Would you rather eat pineapple or black olives or an iguana on your pizza? I mean, to, to defense of the iguana, I've, I've never tried iguana, and I've tried black olives. So it's kind of like risk versus reward. Like the black olives, to me, n- not that bad. Like, is pineapple that bad to you? No, I mean, I'll eat it. Right. I'm not happy. Really? See, I'm, I'm still If I'm eating pizza, I'm still happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than nothing. Well, yeah, it's better than a lot of things. But, like, red, red iguana? No, that's a, sorry. That's a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> great, great so, restaurant. They should make a taco pizza. Ooh, that's good. Have you ever had that from Papa Murphy's? Hotel. I don't know. I don't eat at Papa Murphy's. Ooh, I love them. Love baked at four fifty. Is Papa Murphy's the one where it's take and bake? Yeah, yeah. you like pick it up frozen mm-hmm. or nope, uncooked? Not uncooked, not frozen. There's a difference. Papa yeah. Murphy's might be one of the most underrated pizza joints. That's it. A really is amazing. Their breadsticks that they bring, uh-huh. the, the take and bake breadsticks. Are they better than Little Caesars? Oh, yeah. Okay, I love Little Caesars breadsticks. I'll go and just buy those and just have them as a snack. They're better. What? Even if you mm. put, like, Parmesan cheese on top, you, like, sprinkle it. Mm-hmm. little celery salt. little celery salt. Don't mock me. I'll mock you all day long. You don't even have celery dipper. salt in your cabinet. I don't even know what I have in my cabinets. I bet my ex-wife took it during the divorce. Celery salt? She took the celery salt in my uh, stand-up paddleboard. <laughs> All right, we well, got to wrap it up. We're, we're we're getting into the weeds. But it's it's been real. It's been fun, and uh, it's been real fun. Did I just say it's been real and it's been fun? Yeah. That's not a dad joke, but it's close. I like it. Yeah. How do we get out? I'm just gonna say, see you later. Like plug, like, give us some shout outs and plugs, and share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your families. Give us a rating. KSL Sports, KSL Podcast Production. Is that a thing? Yeah. No. So this is where we'd say thank you for listening. Said no, you said yes. Thank you for listening to Dadtastic, a podcast with Tom and Casey Scott. It is a KSL podcast. <laughs>